So what's up, Chris? You ready to get into it once again? Let's do it. All right. Zolhofer. Where is he? Where is Ray Ray? We don't have Ray that's uh, to say. That being said. <laughs> <laughs> that said, welcome to the Do Tell Ray show with no Ray present at this time. Just me, Chris, and Colin there. Hello, hello. Uh, Ray, uh, Ray went a little bit MIA today. <laughs> <laughs> Colin and I would talk on the phone. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So we got some. Uh, we got some. We got some questions. We got some. We got some messages. Uh, but what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna prank Ray. We think he's, you know, we think he's at home in bed, you know, feeling like Ray. We're gonna try to call him and see. But we're not gonna say I'm here, and we're not gonna say we're doing the show. Yeah, we're just going to call him and hassle him. Yeah, give him the business. Here we go. Dongle ready? Dongle meaning the freaking adapter for the phone to show. All right, let's see if he picks up. Here we go. Come on, Ray. Pick up the phone. Fucking Ray. (laughs) Hello. Well, and I called Chris too. Yeah. And he didn't answer also. Oh my God. What I'm you... going to call him again. Well, what are you call doing? Him back in two no, minutes. wait. Let's just talk for a minute. What's going on? How are you feeling? Nothing. How are you feeling? I feel like shit. Oh. Did you take your well, vitamins? Yeah. You're on the podcast. Ray. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck, Ray? Oh, you're both there and ditched me? <laughs> what do you mean, ditched you? I don't know who ditched who here. Ray. Well, Thank you for covering Ray, for me. Ray, let me, let me ask you this. Let's just, let's just ask, Ray, what are you wearing? Right now I'm fucking freezing. <laughs> but what? So I have a bunch of clothes on. You have, you have a bunch of clothes on? Yeah. What's okay. wrong with the heater? Heater's on. I'm still cold. Attention. Why don't you All get that, in the bathtub and warm up, man? Now. What's that? Get in the bathtub and warm hey, up. How come you didn't call me back? Hey, Ray. <laughs> what? Where's your girly? Uh, okay, I gotta go. Why? Bye. Don't call me back. Bye. Ray, where's your girly? I'm not answering the phone, but. <laughs> Ray, Ray. Oh. oh. Well, at least we had him on for a minute there. So you all heard the condition of Ray. Yep. We'll see if we can't get him back for the next installment. He's had a rough week. He's uh, taking it on easy street today, I guess. Yes, he is. <laughs> so, oh, man. That was pretty funny. So yeah. what do you want to do, Colin? You want to do some questions or uh, a message or what? Yeah, we got plenty to talk about. Um, yeah, I we guess do. we can get right into it. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. <clears throat> so here's a listener call. I don't know what it is, but we're going to find out. Hey, Ray, I'm working here with a goddamn chisel, <laughs> cold as ass, and, and you know what? I don't even know, I don't even know what the hell is going on anymore. 
Fuck you, Ray. <laughs> Man, it is turning uh, into such a shit show. Oh boy, this is this is different. Uh, man, what is in the water these days? Man, I'll tell you what. Okay, we got another one queued. Let's try again. Let's see we if we go. can find a hey, what's up, reasonable Ray? question. This is Shad. Oh no, S H A D. Shad. It is Shad. Shad. <laughs> I uh, called you last week and you mocked me because I was waking up and giving you a phone call. <laughs> he sounds so much more on it this time. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> get it. Uh, like I said, you have a storage unit that needs some... Uh, All right, it just goes on. Shad's <laughs> uh, a slow burn. He I wants to come help clear out Ray's storage unit because he doesn't have much else going on. And he sounds like uh, they're on the same wavelength, so you know, we can hook them up. Yeah. Uh, wow, Shad. Shad. Oh, let's try again. Let's see what else we got. Here we go. Yeah, this is Chaka uh, Dave. Oh, it's him again. Wait, this is... I've been over the 101 and the 405. He's on the 101 and then the 405? Yeah. And now and he's making clicking noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he beating himself and, on the uh, head with his phone? I don't know. <laughs> All right. He's banging out his freaking uh, his oh, weed pipe or something Jesus. on the dash. All right. Let's try one more time. Hey, Ray, Chris, Colin. Um, stripping out a bathroom here for, uh, and I'm going to retile it. Uh, it's a 1950s house, so the work might have been done between the 1950s, 1960s. Tile adhesive on here. I don't know how to get it off. Um, is there something really great for getting it off? Is, um, uh, is it possible just to go over top of it with, with, with another layer of adhesive? Um, the tile's going to go all the way up to the ceiling, so uh, there's not going to be a, a bumpy ridge or anything like that. Also, too, if you got the time, um, i got a wood floor that I, I'm thinking about painting over. All right, well, let's take the first one. So, Chris, help me understand what you think is going on here. He's got tile adhesive. That means he's chipped all the tile off, and right. that's just the adhesive, and it's all uneven and fucked up, right. probably so, on cement board. No, no, they'll put it straight. They'll actually put it straight to the wall, and it'll be it'd be more for a non wet a bathroom, yes, but not maybe not in the shower. Yeah, but maybe so. I've seen Stranger Things, but this is. But shouldn't you, should you use cement board in everywhere in the bathroom? Technically, uh, we're. we're that's back in the day. Well, let's finish the adhesive okay, sorry, part. So sorry. the adhesive part is, this is that old, super yellow, hard as a freaking rock oh, yeah, uh, adhesive that you can't... And so I could hear the frustration in his voice because yeah. I've been through it. That shit doesn't come <laughs> off. You could you try to do like a six-inch drywall knife and think like you're just going to scrape right. the paper off and like have the adhesive come with it. But no, that shit... What about shit, one of those roto-zip things? No, not, not, not a roto-zip, but what you could do is you could get like a four-inch grinder and there's these adhesive wheels oh, okay. that um, that you could grind it down with. Now, your question of, can you just put adhesive over it? So the only question there is, is the old glue too high? So my point is, is if that glue is standing up an eighth of an inch, you're going to want to put at least three-sixteenths of adhesive so you're not setting on the old glue. Yeah, it's a lot of material. Will that jack you up yeah. uh, as far as how far you're out from the wall? 
will it not something like this so and and colin's right if you really they make quarter inch hardy board uh tile backer board if you wanted to just drive over the whole wall and screw off a piece oh, slap of, that of, on top slap of that? that on top and not have to deal right. with it you could do that so oops i hit my mic there uh so so the choices are to get it off it's going to be some kind of i'm going to tell you what ray would say right now he would tell you to get some jasco jelly some you know adhesive remover like glue remover oh that shit's nasty pay, oh it's ventilate nasty. the fuck out of that right room. if you choose some kind of adhesive remover i don't suggest it i know what you're dealing with it's yellow and it looks like it's scratched on and that shit's not going anywhere <laughs> it's 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 so hard to scrape would it be just easier to demo it and just throw some new shit up so there? demoing it would entail taking the entire drywall off right uh, which you could do now mm -hmm. when you talk to me about what years that house back then normally in the shower area and I have one because I demoed it. Oh my gosh. Normally there's like a two inch mortar bed with tile on it and there's no clean break. It's not like you can just pop the tile off and have a flat surface. The tile comes with like, it takes a, it takes a freaking asteroid out of it. it takes, right. Right. And it just leaves you just a mess, just a freaking mess. And to demo the two inch mortar bed is a bigger mess. It's on wire. It's just. Horrific. oh really okay oh it's terrible oh but it's not on just wallboard or something no no oh okay it's it's set in it's it's insane all right i don't yeah, know i've never demoed any i demoed bathrooms from like the 20s right which were lath and plaster and that wasn't too bad not oh, too that, bad that horsehair plaster which is kind of weird but yeah 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 so i don't know what they were thinking in whatever you know whatever the little time block they started doing this and you know since we've come to the age where you're gonna use a half inch cement board and screw it off real good there's no deflection it's not like you know you're gonna you know uh lean on the wall in the shower and it's gonna bounce and tyler gonna pop right. off right it's got nothing on it so they completely over shit built this you know back in the day these these mortar beds and these showers was oh, crazy okay. and the shower pan but we, we're not going to talk about shower pan we can move from the adhesive onto the painted wood floor if it's if sure if let's the, do that well let me just so just to be clear what can he do to level it like he can get the high points off of it and then if you want to just take down the high points and you can just use a new wall tile adhesive with it with a notch trowel just as long as and i know you get what i'm saying you don't want to have you know a little spike of that old adhesive sticking up you know three eighths of an inch when you're trying to just put everything on an eighth inch it's going to hold you out and it's going to it's going to be rough but you get what i'm saying so yeah. if you get it if you get it down a little bit go ahead and use another adhesive your new adhesive will stick to that old adhesive because that old adhesive's going nowhere but that seems like if you're running a notch trowel across that it's going to be like bouncing uh, like moving up and down as it rakes over all that uneasy a little surface bit and i think you might yeah. be all right though. okay I think you might be all right. Or, you know what, you could mix up some 20 minute, um, you know, you could mix up some drywall, um, some drywall mud, some, some plaster, and you could kind of skim coat the whole wall to get you a smooth surface. What I would do then is put a PVS, put a primer sealer over it and then start the process Right, to again. hold it together. Yep. Yeah, got it. Yep. And they also have, for waterproofing, if you're concerned, they also have, uh, you paint it on, it's called Red Guard. Right. And, uh... It goes on it really you know what it is it's crazy these 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 new products are awesome it's not that new but it's like liquid plastic you paint it on and when it dries it's like a plastic kind of a malleable 
membrane that no water's going through. Yeah, you so. guys keep talking about that. I've never used it. I'm looking forward to an opportunity. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck with that shit. It's a little pricey, but here's the thing. It's crazy. Like, if you mix it up and you paint it on, and it dries quick, like, in a half hour, and you're like, wait a minute, is that rubber? And you're like, it's not dry. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, you're right. I mean, you think, like, why wouldn't you use this everywhere, you think? Yeah, I you guess know? if it's expensive. It does, and you're supposed to use... Watch a little YouTube on that thing. You know, when you've got uh, um, seams in your in your backer board, you're supposed to put this little, uh, you know, their brand mesh when it could right. be any kind of drywall mesh, right. but just to keep the, the, the cracks from coming through. But it's amazing stuff. So there's a few options for you. All right, so let's get to the wood floor. What kind of paint should I use on that? Something really durable and a nice, tasteful color when the walls are white. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. Keep up the great work. Bye-bye. Well, thanks for the keep up the great work part. <laughs> you must be talking about me and Colin because oh, yeah. Ray's fucked up. <laughs> oh, we love our Ray. But uh, you know what? They're... The, another thing that's come in the last 10 years that's completely available and all around is uh, is wood deck paint, deck paint, floor paint. They've got so many paints that are designed to go on, you know, wood decks and stuff like that. So I would go, that's what class I would go to is the wood deck exterior one, even though it's interior. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, I was wondering. Right. So, so they'll have a little process of primer. They'll have their own primer. And that stuff is normally got, uh, elastomeric qu uh, qualities to it also. A little, you know, a little rubberized crazy. Right. It's got a yeah. little super waterproof. Yeah. And, 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 and it is durable. So I'd, I'd go that route. I mean, if I, if it were me, I would tile it or put something, you know, a little more aesthetically pleasing than just painting the floor but you know i guess you can get some pretty nice looks with those deck paints they have kind of textured looks and stuff that yeah. are too bad right i know uh i got a friend adam that would made a real thing out of painting wood floors and i was just so always against it yeah and he would do it in all these houses he would buy and he would ha and he'd paint them and he was just really into like a burgundy and you just like fucking burgundy <laughs> what are you doing houses but, he was gonna live in or houses but, he was selling no they were living like oh, okay. his first house yeah, is like his choice uh, yeah yeah so there was old you know these old houses with these fur floors like you know doug fur floors that were kind of soft and stuff he would just sand it down kind of and just paint them some color and it lasted the the part that amazed me i didn't like the color but right that it lasted like yeah, you know that is dog durable. dogs and walking and it like it really it really was there to stay well i had a hundred year old house with fir wood floors yeah that's some cool and stuff i refinished those they look beautiful yeah i thought it looked fine yeah soft wood floors uh and it is soft wood yeah I, but I, it's you know you seal it well enough and it's not that much yeah oh no i say that because that's just it's trade name really right you know, yeah it's, it's yeah. not hardwood floors well yeah like right. hardwood you want to know what hardwood is you go to a hardwood place and try to bite try to sink your incisor into <laughs> a piece of fucking oak yeah because you're not you're gonna lose your incisor and it won't make a dent yeah and that is hardwood which i'll tell you just being a guy that loves trees and plants and stuff it's just amazing how fucking hard oak is or poplar or yeah. you know what i mean some of these woods i i mean you hit it with a hammer it doesn't make it it's just it's insane and then of course your other woods your pines and your dug furs and stuff which you know are are soft 
Well, uh, I'm going to get off the train a little bit here and do a little bit of program note. Um, just wanted to let people know we're coming up on a year of this show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we're like three episodes away, and we will do a little bit of a celebration when we hit that. But uh, I just really wanted to thank everyone who's been contributing on PayPal and Patreon, all the people who have been sharing our content on the various social media platforms. We really appreciate it. We have a core group of really great listeners who've really you know done a lot and supported us and i just want to put a big shout out to all the effort and you know interest that people have i mean we have over i think we're approaching 400 reviews on our apple podcasts and i don't think more than a couple of them are less than five stars there's just a lot of people who are into it and so i'm really glad that there's a lot of people out there who like the show and are listening to it and like to listen to it regularly. And we're going to keep trying to keep this going. Um, you know, it's tough sometimes. But, you know, I've been bitching a lot lately about having to do the show and my frustrations with all of it and, you know, raise a character. So he keeps me guessing and it makes it a little complicated. And I apologize if I'm a little grumpy sometimes. That's all part of it. But, you know, I think what I kind of misconstrued was the fact that um, I seem frustrated in doing the show that's not the case i love doing the show it's a lot of fun i love working with ray and chris it's a blast it's all the other bullshit that you know is frustrating is you know i cut the show and i do the artwork and i write the descriptions and i put it all together and i'm trying to coordinate the social media and trying to figure out how to monetize and you know dealing with swag and sending out coffee mugs and you know coordinating with all these different people i had to you know, re-up the website recently as far as paying for the domain and all that shit. So it's just a ton of stuff that I'm doing. And, um, you know, it's frustrating because Ray sometimes not is Johnny on the spot with his end of things. We're trying to get him on other shows to help promote us. And so um, hopefully that will happen. We got some possibilities. So, um, yeah. The truth of the matter is, is Colin does fucking everything, and that's true. And Colin gives us lists, more so Ray, but I had some small lists that I wasn't so hot on doing, or, you know, just didn't get to or didn't make important enough. But Ray, for the most part, in promoting our show, his show, our show collectively, uh, you know, he has his list of to-dos, and he's always going to do them, and Ray is Ray, and Ray <laughs> will be Ray and yeah. not do it. And yeah. so, you know, Colin's got every right. We're giving him, you know, absolutely, because Colin Colin busts his butt, and Colin's got so many fucking gadgets. And so, I mean, without without Colin's gear and his uh, fortitude, we'd really be fucked. Uh, you would have to listen to us uh, at a bar somewhere. <laughs> You'd have to come and watch. I wanted Ray to do karaoke. a show from a bar. I think that'd be fun. That'd be funny. Yeah, we I don't do drink, but I do yeah. enjoy the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll funny. get a sound effect track and we can pretend we're at yeah. the bar. <laughs> uh, so, so that's that. And yes, thank you for listening, the, especially the, the core listeners that listen all the time and, and write and tell us what they think or questions and all that stuff. It's fantastic. Thanks for putting up with us. Um, every time we finish a show, we normally take our cans off. We take our ear earphones off and we're like, you know what? That was a pretty good show. I mean, yeah. most of the time. Well, or, hit and miss, but or you like, know, we're like, eh. we definitely have some good moments where it's 
firing in all cylinders. I think last week's show was pretty tight and pretty fun. I was a little more. I've decided to be like I got some criticism. People were you know saying that I'm too cranky and you know I'm always complaining and wanting to quit and shit. I don't want to quit. I would love to keep doing this. I think it's uh, you know I think we put on a pretty decent show. It's informative and retarded. And oh, I used the R word. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's not PC anymore. It's demented. There, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. Yeah. Um, in all the right ways. So, and, you know, obviously it's not the same without Ray here tonight, but we're doing our best to well, fill it in. That's and, right. And uh, so, Colin, that what end, is that phone number? What is that phone number that Ray, Ray always has it written down and he's memorized it, I think. Yeah. 818-925-4776. Uh, just call in and uh, we have an answering machine on there. You can call anytime, day or night. Leave us a question. And, you know, if you'd like to chat with us live, we usually record on Thursday evenings. So you can send us an email uh, or a message on our Facebook page. Um, there's a submit a question tab on a, our regular website. And you can just say, hey, I'd like to call in and shoot the shit with you guys. So And we'll talk to you. Yeah, That'll be, be fun. Ha- we'd be happy to do that. So You heard how much f- fun Ray was having. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully he'll be back in uh, full form next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cool. And, and thanks again. Remember when you go on, uh, what's our Amazon deal? Yeah, if you just go to our website, which is dotellray.com, um, on the right-hand side, I think on every page, there's a link to Amazon. And if you go there and you buy something through that link, meaning you just click it and then you buy something, we get a little piece of the action on that. Right. And if you're an Amazon member anyway, as yeah. I am and everyone else, it seems like... Uh it helps us, and it doesn't cost you a dime. Yep, same price. So <laughs> yeah, same be price. Very helpful. Yeah. And like I've said before, Amazon's selling houses now. So really, oh yeah, they yeah, are. Aren't the mini they? houses. You, I think they're anywhere from twenty to sixty thousand dollars. Wow. So you can buy a house, and we'll get a little piece of the pie. Yes, Which that's awesome. Might be enough for a new mixing board. Who knows? See, we need, we need, Colin needs new toys. Yeah. Well, we want to go video. And I was talking about going video for quite a while doing a live broadcast, but that's a ton of work. And I was kind of waiting for, you know, more things to come, you know, into focus. Like Main, money. <laughs> or, well, I mean, it's it's more about sweat equity than it is about, you know, gear. Some of it's about gear, but I can pull a lot of it together, you know, in a bootstrap way. But Right, right. Um, you know, I, it's going to be hours and hours setting up the whole studio setup and getting all that together. And I want to make sure that certain principles were more fully committed before I invest. In so, yeah. so tweet, Very diplomatic tweet it, Colin. Ray, tell him you like his show and you want him to like reinvest his mental energy. Into yes. It. Ray, we need you, Ray. And he's uh, got to stop cleaning out that storage locker. One of these days. Holy <laughs> I asked shit. him the other day, I'm like, so what's your, you know, general time frame estimate on the process of divesting yourself of this giant storage container. And he's like, I don't know, one or two years. I thought he said it was done for me. Oops, I keep hitting the. Uh, I thought he said it was done. Maybe. Well, some of the worst of it's done, maybe. I don't know. I mean, who knows? All right. So let me tell you guys the story so you can bust his nuggets. <laughs> so Ray, Ray had a place in a city. 
and uh, in this in this city, he had a little property. And when 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 he sold when he sold his his little property, Ray makes friends with everybody around him. So, you know, Ray is the next door neighbor, guy down the block, guy he met at the freaking Taco Bell, whatever. He had some guy that he knows, and he was like. The guy had a, a you know a plot of land and he wasn't building or doing anything with it. So it's like, I need to put a storage container down and you know I got to move my shit out. So the guy was like, Ray, you're my buddy. Throw that bad boy here. Oh, nice. So so Ray put his container down, and then and then the guy. It's years later. The container's still there, full of Ray's stuff. Yeah. And the guy is now going to build something on it. So he's like, hey, Ray, like tugging on his shirt. Say, Ray, that box, <laughs> that huge container you have on my property, you got to get rid of it. Yep. Ray's like, oh. So it makes me laugh. Uh, well, I'm he, sure he wanted to put it in my front yard. <laughs> and I'm like, Ray, that's not going to work. And he's like, oh, I'll cover it up. It'll be nice. It'll be, that's <laughs> I'm like, what book. are you going to cover it It'll up with? Be nice. I said, yeah, if you build like, a house around it <laughs> and you put in some fake windows a little roof and a chimney and some nice landscaping sure you can put your goddamn storage oh, it's a freaking container. container he's like well i don't know if i want to go that far but i'll give you a couple hundred bucks a month <laughs> but ray ray's got a lot of stuff you know and when it comes when i mean by stuff is you know anything like just drill bits like a certain a quarter inch concrete drill bit Ray could have between three and 37 of that size and then move to another size and, you know, could have one or he could have a hundred. You never know. Saw blades and, you know, and, and, and tools. Um, yeah, I had a pretty big stack and I had a company going for a long time. When I started doing poorly, I would off tools to Ray for cheap. Like, Hey Ray, I got five. <laughs> Cause I had like six generators. Oh Jesus. Oh man. yeah. Cause I used to run sites, all that. And it'd be like, want to buy a couple of them? Well, how am I, you know, so we'd, we'd make a deal and then Ray would store it and never use it probably. Right. And then it's, guess what? It's still there. Yeah. So I told him I wanted some of my shit back. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what did he say? He had like 30 T squares or yeah. something. Like yeah. That. I've seen some of the pictures. It's just amazing how much stuff he has. It's funny. I have a, that's funny. It just reminded me of a few fetishes that I have. I can't throw away a bucket. That's one of my things. Like I have Man, At buckets. least you can stack buckets together. And buckets hold stuff. Yeah. You know uh -oh. what I mean? I'm a stuff, you know, like yeah. if you're going onto a job site or you're just going to do a little service call of some sort, you just get two five gallon buckets and everything you need is going to fit in those two buckets and you can carry them up and there's a screw gun. You've got some screws, you've yeah, got a little sawzall, yeah. some blades. And yeah, so that's, that's, yeah, I can't throw away a bucket, but I never have enough and I can never find a carpenter's pencil a utility knife and a tape measure. So, wow, your list is identical to mine. And I have, and I have <laughs> I so many though. I know. Right. I'm getting better though. I've started to find places where I actually put these things consistently. So I have about eight tape measures. Yeah. And I have about six spots yeah. where I generally put tape measures. And I always say, this is my spot. This is my spot. And it's right. funny because I read a little book called uh, Better Than Before, which has to do with habit forming and all this kind of stuff. Right. So I would really like try like, 
like, okay, I'm always going to keep this and this yep. here. <laughs> and it's never there. But utility knives oh. just drive me crazy. So you know? here's my new thing. This yeah. is my new one now. And I just bought one yesterday. I'm telling you public that I have purchased hundreds of utility <laughs> knives. And now the kind that I get is fluorescent green and big. Yep, I've got Be a couple of those. Because, you know, the little fold-up ones that I really like to keep in my pocket and use, right. somehow stay in my, they never make it back to, yeah. like, the workplace. They're always in my little office or something because they were in my pocket. Yeah, anyway. Well, the big problem is always, like, at the end of the day, that's when you put things away, theoretically, right. theoretically and you're right. fried and you're just like stumbling back into the garage and going I should put this right here I don't give a fuck you know it's just like so funny <clears throat> I, or I, I work <laughs> with my kids too and, and I tell them to put stuff away and of course they don't put it where it belongs no 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 I have many pet peeves about kids and putting things away yeah right is a problem it is a pro. You know what? I do the Kids dishes today, man. Probably every night I do the dishes, or my wife does the dishes after dinner. And you go to bed, and you wake up, and there's a bunch of shit out. There's the popcorn thing. There's a thing. There's an open box of cereal. There's this, and I'm just like, should I wake them up? I should wake them up. It's four in the morning. Then they'll never do it again. Yeah. That's for sure. And then I'll say, I'll say that to somebody, and they'll be like. You know, that's really weird. You know, like, <laughs> like I, I'd, I would be an asshole if I did that. And I'm saying, no, aren't they the asshole? Well, that, you know, that's the kind of tough love that actually gets them to. I mean, our kids are pretty good about not doing shit like that. But we've been a bit tyrannical and saying this just doesn't fly. So, right. You know, if we were working on construction stuff all the time, then, you know, I would be up their ass. And right, they right. They'd be putting the tools in the right place. But because it's kind of catch as catch can, they don't, you know, have, yeah. haven't developed the habit for that shit. So. Yep, yep, yep. These kids these days. But I, I, one of the things I've been frustrated about is I haven't, it's been over a year since I've done any major projects in the house. And that's kind of what keeps me from losing my mind because I sit in front of a computer all day and, you know, I'm just shut in a room without windows and I love moving around and actually making stuff that exists in the real world. And so, you know, I've been going a little nuts not having the bandwidth to really get into doing some stuff. So, I'm finally gearing up. I've got a, I'm going to vault a ceiling or two and I'm going to redo my kitchen. And my thing is I try and do everything, you know, that looks high endy, but I do it as cheap as possible. So, well, and the good news is Colin does it himself and that's, you know, does it himself. He might get some help involved when, when it comes to, you know, some of the, some yeah, of the different structural parts. or anything like that. I'm not going to touch, but, but Colin, uh, Colin's all in and it's so funny. And that's what makes our show so darn good is Colin's exactly the opposite as me. Like Colin st stays immersed and does these, does graphic stuff and does some crazy computer stuff. And then that's kind of his outlet. I supervise and do construction all day, every day for so long that my house looks like right. shit. Yeah. Right. And so I've got a bathroom that's been demoed for yeah, a pretty long time. And I so the kids are it. like, hey, you know, dad, uh, what's with that? I'm, I'm glad I don't have to do 3D animation for my house. <laughs> you know, it would never You're get like, done. And I got no answer, really. Yeah. You know, 
No, the what is it? The cobbler's kids have no shoes. That's know? that's <laughs> it. That's it, and it's so true. And you know, a lot of these things are just. I mean, they they're so cliche, but they're so they became cliche because they're true. Yeah. Oh, it's hard, man. After a hard day of doing all that shit, the last thing you want to do is pick up a hammer. And get I know, shit. and it's it's funny. I have a, a a recurring note on my phone. It's a little, you know, it's a little juvenile, but. I have a thing that says fix one thing <laughs> and, and, and it's true. And I, and I, and I, I barely ever get to fix the one thing, but then one day I'll be like, fuck, I haven't fixed one thing yeah. in a very long time. Right. Like, let me weird things happens. Like dad, the, the water's not coming out of the fridge anymore, but the ice still works. <laughs> that you, is a mystery. So then you go on it and here's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. The water freezes in the fr- in the freezer door as it comes up. Okay. So you can just you know, put all your stuff from the freezer in a in a cooler and leave the freezer door open or just adjust the dial uh, to, to the warmer defrost setting. Defrost it. And then once it's clear, oh, you want to make sure and hit the water, you know, once every couple of days if it sits too long. Interesting. Without going, it yeah. it may it may freeze up. Yeah, and then just one day it's like Water's working in the fridge, but I didn't do the process. And it was like, yep, fix that. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't. I've gotten, oh, man. So fix one thing note on my recurring tasks is is something. If I've got a dripping faucet, if I've got just anything, fix anything. You always feel so much better when that thing is done, though, you know. It's just. When I get to delete something from my list, it is just huge. Yep. Right. Yeah, I get a list with like. 40 items on it. And some have been on there for like a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I ain't like things that I do is like, Oh man, I haven't changed that air filter in that one. I have like five cars, five crappy cars, by right. the way, but I've got, anyway, it's always a, you know, some maintenance item. It's like, man, I better, you know, I looked at the things pretty black. I'll order an air filter on Amazon, but it'll sit on the, sit on the coffee table for a couple of Your weeks. boys know how to do that Not- shit? They're not interested. Make them, man. What the okay. fuck? I, I, these Dude. M- I'm telling oh, you. Oh, come on. A dad in his cars with his kids? That's I get, here's what I'll crazy. Get. Come right. on. And I like, listen, I change my own brakes. Yeah. I, I trust my life and my kids' life with my, my brake jobs. Yeah. And, um, and you haven't... In- oh, I show them. Oh, okay. And I show them exactly how a rotor works right. and the thing. They don't want to touch it. Yeah. Like, your hands are pretty dirty there, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, jacking up cars. And I'll get that call like, uh, Dad, I got a uh, got a flat. Right. He was like, well. No uh, way. I'd be like this. <laughs> Take your right hand. Oh, pull out your wallet. Grab that AAA no. card. There's an 800 number on no. there. Give him a ring. To, uh, and yeah. they'll come change I it know. for you. The path of least resistance is, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm a parent too. And it's, you know what you're supposed to do. You know, the tough love yeah. is the way you're supposed to play it. But when you got 50 other goddamn things on your mind and you're just trying to get through the day, the tough love is a lot of fucking work. You know, It, it, it is a lot of work. It's so much work. And yeah. all you want them to do is be okay. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it, that, and sometimes I feel like it's already written. Like it's yeah. just going to be what it's going to be. Well, you want to take a, another listener question yeah, here? Yeah, let's, let's have it. All right. Uh, friend Thomas says, love the show. You guys are an interesting combination. I have a front door to my porch that is junk. The house is a hundred years old. So besides being a small opening, the front porch sinks. Every two years I have to jack up the house. 
first two times I took a bumper jack and dragged it under the porch. As the frame sags and the door gets jammed. Can I get a new door and how do I keep it from getting warped? I looked at a couple... Whoa, shit. Sorry. Nice. Oh, Colin Hell. Doctor's my... appointment. I shouldn't have left the phone plugged in. <laughs> so, um, that was funny. So, I looked at a couple of pictures and he's got, you know, it's just kind of a flat slab door. It's got a little uh, glass set in it or something. But it's just a wood frame on an old porch with a, you know, crappy old threshold. And Yeah, we'll put the picture up on the site. Right. So, I thought about this for a little bit and I thought, you know what? Something that can be reused and when you jacked up the house is if, and they have them, you can get like a commercial, you can get a, a metal door frame with a metal door, right? And because you were, but they look wood, they don't, you know, they look when they're painted, they look just like a wood door. Here's the reason. Does the it's threshold like, part of it though? Cause it, like the bottom part? Yeah. It's it like the whole enclosure? Yeah. You could actually get a pre-hung whole unit so right. that you have so, a complete rectangle that's one piece. Right. And it'd be pretty solid. So even if it got moved around, it would stay pretty Right. And what'll happen and is square. if one side goes down and the door becomes, you know, uh, not square anymore, at least when you do jack it up and everything and it gets square again, yeah. that it, you didn't warp a door. He's talking about door warping. So it's not going to warp. Right. And I think that it'll probably, you know... Do you more, you know, do you do you justice there? So, but what if he laid a better base for what's under the house? For, for the, the sag, right? Yeah. So there is the one, and I've jacked up a bunch of houses too. So what to try to figure out, or, you know, if you want to hire a structural engineer to give you some advice that you could get it for not that much money probably is you you gotta get under there and figure out where it's sagging the most and figure out a decent little girder system where you can put a couple of you know strategic places for concrete piers um right and then you know some good decent good decent beam under there that you'd add shims to to really really jam it up under there so that it'll help you from sagging in the future because yeah, i mean this is going to be a problem at infinitum so better right deal with it now before the whole house starts yeah like i have some things in my whack. house and it's just like man that's been pulling away whatever it is this yeah. is pulling away from that and this is you know and it like it you know there's no stopping it it seems but on sagging on sagging houses that are a raised foundation not too bad on jacking up and and adding some girders right all right sounds good all right and what do we got next we have eric uh, Ray, Chris, Colin, I've got a shower in my house that loses pressure at seemingly random times. It never loses pressure when the shower has already started being used. It's just that about 40 to 50% of the time, the shower starts with low pressure. This doesn't happen on any other faucets in the entire house. I've tried to capture a video, but I couldn't, blah, 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 attached a photo. Um, and by the way, if you want to see photos of the listener questions, they're all on our website. Um, we'll try and put some more up on Facebook, but in general, everything's going to be on our website. 
So what do you got for this one? So I looked at this picture too, and I have had similar issues. So when you have a when you have a single handle, whether it be one of those oblong mowing handles or or just a single a single handle in a shower that you need to turn to a certain place to make it, you know, hot and then tone it down to whatever, that's a little diverter in there. So just picture you have hot and cold water coming into this 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 body that you're when you're turning the handle, it's a mixing valve is what right. it is so it's, it's it's mixing the two now sometimes they get jacked up i had i had one uh in my uh that's funny i call it separate like in my wife's bathtub <laughs> uh that it would Uh-oh. that it was funny because you'd go you'd go to the the sink that's three feet away and you'd have pipe and hot water but if you had the thing cranked all the way hot in the bathtub it was nice enough to take a bath but not that piping like ooh, like oh, that's really? too hot like it wasn't because the mixing valve wasn't just isolating one of the it, right inputs. it wasn't taking out all the cold right uh, enough cold yeah, so you. it was it was off yeah and so what i'm picturing in your single handle and i saw it uh it looks like a price fister or something when you turned that that you need to replace your your mixing valve so but why would the pressure be low to start it's just like uh like there's openings and it's like a ball in the middle yeah, yeah. so right so who knows to what reason that that thing's oscillated some wrong way or, or something maybe there's some buildup in there and it calcium deposit yeah. uh, all kinds maybe of stuff the heat can happen. kind of expands it so that it allows more water right through once once the hot water reaches the the valve area Maybe so, but I'm not quite buying that part, I, that explanation part. Right. right. I'm, I'm grabbing not, straws. Right. So, no, no, no. Just when I think that, that it's a physical thing. It's a, here's the thing. This is a physical apparatus and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't like or, you know, like or dislike you when you when you turn it a certain way there's there's openings that happen so right. it's a physical thing while you're turning it on it may seem like it's low but when it you know when it when it gets when the hot water gets flowing and you tune it in it probably just seems like it's flowing faster but for for it to physically have a lower pressure yeah it doesn't that's a mystery it, for sure it, right it doesn't make sense now however i would get on. a bucket and put it under there and then measure the flow rate at the beginning and then once it gets going to see if that's actually how many gallons per minute gpm however you know what let me take something back here i have had some (laughs) some nasty ass now colin's getting a phone call (laughs) i'd be i'd be in trouble for that normally but this is it's fun tonight all bets are off yeah usually Uh, i turn my phone off but we had a the ray call so i had it on that's right so so i had and i i take some of it back here's the deal i had galvanized pipes in my whole house slab on great house and these galvanized pipes let me tell you maybe when a galvanized pipe heats up but when you take apart those galvanized pipes which in turn is going to put sediment in your mixing valve right and in you yeah because when you take them apart all sorts of shit breaks loose and oh, goes or in. it just breaks loose because because right. it's nasty yeah. when you you're right i've it's so nasty when you start taking uh and also it's so, so gratifying when you like get rid of that big piece of galvanized pipe that it's just a a little pee hole coming through and you put a nice oh, piece yeah. of copper in there yeah, and you suddenly got all kinds of water flow going yeah yeah you got water flow going and you know that you'll be dead before that needs to be changed again right for sure so uh that's what i think about that galvanized pipes maybe mixing valve how old is it check it out 
And uh, you might want to... Actually, you know what? Man, I just thought of this and I've well, done what this if he too. Just, if he took the You can the put mixer. a new cartridge. There's a cartridge that comes out of the middle of that. There's a... Uh, a filter? No, it's the, it's the actual oh, part oh, that holds... Oh, the mixing unit. Exactly. So you can keep the same handle and yeah, just you replace can keep that the one whole body thing. just change. And it doesn't have to rip anything out I'm of the I'm sorry, I totally brain farted. That's where <laughs> you right. start. Right, right, right. It's Got okay. It. Yeah. Um, and they have a little... Sometimes, because, you know, they're old, they're stuck in there. They have a little tool yeah, yeah, that's got that. the forks on it where you put a screw in the middle and it and it pulls the forks and it pulls the cartridge out for you make sure and turn the water off to the house yeah. <laughs> if you don't turn the water off you're in you're, you're in bad it'll shape. be hilarious yeah it will be it'll, all the water will be inside be the wall <laughs> a three stooges routine right in your house exactly exactly all right so i think we beat that one up pretty good on that valve yeah it's pretty I think, good i think we uh got through a whole show without ray somehow that's woo. <laughs> all right well Next week, join us again. Hopefully, Mr. Ray will be back in form, and we will have a higher energy level, but we've tried to make it happen. Thanks for putting up with us. And thanks for listening. Bye. We're out. Bye.